What's up, everyone? Welcome back to NFL Only Hunt Spark Talk. And today we have our Super Bowl predictions as well as a bunch of news to dive into. Um, but first, we want to take a moment of silence for the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, and the seven other passengers aboard that helicopter in that tragic helicopter crash that happened on Sunday. Alright, and with that, we will start and dive right into the news. Yeah, so, well, I think it would be fitting, since we just did a moment of silence, to start with uh, some Kobe news, and, uh, the pen here, the uh, Super Bowl will be honoring uh, Kobe Bryant and the other uh, members of the crash, mm-hmm. uh, that also included his daughter, uh, at the Super Bowl, so I'm wondering if they're going to take a... Whoever gets the ball first is going to take a delay game, or and just honor them like that, or just do something else with it. Maybe at the halftime show, or do something. I'm I'm very curious to see what they do, but uh, ho- uh, hopefully it does uh, bring some, uh, I guess, uh, some healing to some of those people who knew him well and were close to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, like his family members, like the, uh, like the girls basketball team that he was coaching, the, his uh, Mamba camp, and also like uh, LeBron James and all the NBA family as well, and those people that he uh, helped grow, the people that he was working out with in the summer, just help those people heal. Hopefully, they do a good job of doing that because Super Bowls, Super Bowls, one of the biggest events in TV history. Like, mm-hmm. every year is probably the biggest event. Yeah. And uh, hopefully it helps some, with some of the healing yeah, for some of those people closest to him. Yeah, I agree. And hopefully it uh, it just really honors him. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, he was a great man. You know, he was a guy, you know, for us, we grew up watching him. Um, yeah. We grew up, you know, pretty much in his prime, in the middle of his career. Um, and, you know, even when I was really young, I was able to witness a lot of, you know, his early championships and... Um, and, you know, being a huge Shaq fan when I was younger, mm-hmm. you know, brought me to understand who Kobe was and, and watch how great he was. And, uh, you know, obviously all the arguments that you have, Kobe, LeBron, uh, Kobe, Michael, you have all those arguments. And, um, you know, he was just a great man. And what he was able to do for the world and the impact he was able to make in so many millions of lives. And only 41 years, too. And only 41 years. It just yeah. shows you the type of man he was um, and and the type of father that he was and the type of husband that he was. And I think that's probably the most important thing was the father and was the husband that he was more than just a basketball player or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's tragic that it happened. And I do hope that the NFL um, honors him in a really great way on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, we expect them to do it too. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll get into uh, football news now. Uh, We'll start off with uh, Des Bryant Mm -hmm. Uh, reportedly, uh, some teams that are linked to him in free agency uh, are the New, uh, New Orleans Saints, Dallas Cowboys, and Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I'm going to go to you because uh, we got a lot of news because mm-hmm. uh, we missed a week. So we'll, we'll just kind of make it quick. Who do you think will 
who he'll sign with out of those three teams? Or do you have, like, a dark horse that's going to come in? Um, I see the Cowboys. Now that Jason Garrett's gone, they got Mike McCarthy coming in. Uh, yeah, well, it would be a weird dynamic because McCarthy was coaching the Packers when mm-hmm. the Dez no-catch happened. Yeah, it'd be kind of weird, and there'd be some little yeah. media buzz there. But I, I really think the Cowboys might be the best opportunity for him to go back to. I, I think, yeah, I think they've got Amari, but are they going to be able to pay him? Or are they going to let him walk? Um, I know they got Michael Gallup, who I really like um, as a young receiver there. But, mm-hmm. you know, could Des Bryant come in there and make a difference, make an impact? I think so. And I think... He loves Dallas. I think he loves the Cowboys. I think Jerry Jones still loves him. Um, obviously, I mean, you talked about the relationship that they had when he was there. So I see that being the uh, the best fit. Mm-hmm. I do, too. Uh, I do, too, honestly. Uh, I see a dark horse that aren't these three teams. It's maybe Seattle. Because uh, okay. we'll get into the uh, – actually, we'll say, we'll say it here, uh, kind of tight end. Uh, Russell Wilson wants Seattle to be aggressive going into this offseason. Because uh, yeah. they're, uh, I think, eighth most in the league. They're the top ten, at least. In salary cap. In salary cap. Uh, and then plus with the new CBA coming up, they'll even jump that salary cap more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I think Seattle could be a dark horse team, but I agree with you. I think Dallas would be, it's going to be the main one. He, he loved playing in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I think he'll come back and play with Dallas again. Yeah. Uh, so, we're going to go to the Saints here. Uh, Saints have been a huge uh, topic uh, conversation here lately with, uh, uh, unfortunately, the uh, situation with the priest and mm-hmm. what they're dealing with. But uh, New Orleans is, all right, the Saints are expected, uh, they want to sign, they're expected to sign Drew Brees back, back but Drew Brees is also contemplating retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to think uh, over this February over the month of February to see if he actually wants to retire or not. Mm-hmm. But the Saints want him to have, like, a bridge quarterback year for Taysom Hill. For so Taysom Hill can come up in 2021 mm. and be the starting quarterback. But uh, that's what the Saints want. But what's best for Drew Brees? I, honestly, I can see him retiring. Yeah. I can I can see him retiring. He's oh, he's getting older. He's done all he can in the, in the league. He's won the Super Bowl, broke all the records. Like, what more can you ask him to do? Yeah. Uh, maybe want another Super Bowl, but does he really want to go through all that again just to maybe fall up short? Yeah, it's been three years of, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, yeah, I guess heartbreak because, you know, they, they can say whatever they want about that, that offensive pass interference from Kyle Rudolph, which I just don't mm-hmm. see it being. Um, but, uh, you know, after the the Minnesota miracle and, and the, the non-atrocious pass interference call that they uh, – they yeah. didn't call against the Rams, and then this year, obviously, you know the controversial play, which I—it's not that bad. Yeah, and I agree. Like, does he want to go through that all again? Another season of preparing, another off season of preparing, another season of grinding and, and going through that. Yeah, the rigorous, the practices, the the lifting sessions, um, the meetings. Does he want to go through all that again just to get knocked out of the playoffs and not win a Super Bowl? I mean, he's old. I mean, he's got kids. Like. I, I definitely could see him retiring and just hanging it up. I mean, he's the first ballot Hall of Famer either way, so. Yeah, and also with the Saints, they're not playing the uh, sign back uh, Tay Bridgewater either. and uh, I think that's a mistake. but Yeah, I think it is too. Uh, but I see Teddy maybe going to Miami. He has a Devontae Parker uh, connection there. 
I think Brian Flores would love to have somebody that uh, is a very smart QB, uh, is a very accurate QB at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, he's from Miami. So, I would like, uh, as a Tay Bridgewater fan, uh, I'd like to see him go to Miami. But is Miami going to take Tua or mm-hmm. they can go with a veteran? I think that's the main situation. Also, there's rumblings about they want to keep Ryan Fitzpatrick, which. If you're a starter, you probably don't want Ryan Fitzpatrick as your backup because then you'll probably get injured. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, because that Ryan Fitzpatrick works in weird ways. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, you know, I, I, I do think it is a mistake for them. Look, look, I think Taysom Hill, maybe he becomes the next Steve Young, right? That's that's the 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 talk that goes around of, yeah, that's what the Saints think he could be is he could be like Steve Young and come in there and win a Super Bowl for him. Mm-hmm. But right now he's a gadget player. He, yeah. He's a glorified tight end slash fullback that can throw the football. That's what he is. Like Just like any other receiver or running back that you put in a situation for them to throw on special occasions, that's what he's become. Yes, he played quarterback in college. I get it. But Teddy Bridgewater went 5-0. and mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater is proven. I mean, he was in the conversation to have a huge breakout season after um, he, he was a huge part of the Vikings' success yeah. in 2015. And then the, the you know the the catastrophic knee injury that we all heard about and, and that shook the league because of the type of injury it was, mm-hmm. um, and he's fought his way back. He's earned his uh, way back into playing time. He, he you know he took less money to to learn from Drew Brees, learn from Sean Payton, went five and zero, and then they're just gonna say, see, I I think it's a mistake. Like I don't think Teddy Bridgewater's a top five QB or anything, but like I think he's a guy that if you have a good team like the Saints do. You can win a Super Bowl with him. Yeah, he's uh, I think he's so. in the he's in the same conversation as Dak, in yeah. the sense where uh, great leader doesn't make mistakes. Uh, I think Dak puts up a little bit more numbers, mm-hmm. numbers, uh, numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in garbage time because they were in a lot of garbage time situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they're around the same area. The top fifteen definitely, but they can. Maybe break into that top uh, top ten. We haven't seen that from Teddy. We've seen it from Dak. Like he could possibly break into the top ten. Mm-hmm. I think Teddy could, if you give him the chance. I think Miami would be a great place. Mm-hmm. They built up the offensive line. Uh, three first round draft picks this year. A great head coach in Brian Flores, uh, and also he has the connection with Devontae Parker. Which, when a quarterback comes into a new situation, the main thing is obviously learning the playbook. Uh, again, custom to the city. And the third thing is, the, can you have a connection with the wide receivers? He mm-hmm. already has that connection with Devontae Parker, and you just have to help him build the other ones, which mm-hmm. I think he he can do. He's obviously done it with uh, New Orleans, and so I just I just don't know what the Saints are doing here. I really don't. Uh, you, I, I don't because the thing I do like Taysom Hill a lot, mm-hmm. but like you said, we haven't seen a full body of work from him in the NFL. There was a reason he was cut by Green Bay his rookie year. Mm. Uh, there was a reason. Uh, he just probably wasn't fit to play a quarterback. And then Saints get him. They find out, oh, he can play fullback. He can play tight end. He can be a gadget player. And that's what they use him in. Uh, I'm not going to compare him to Muhammad Sanu, but Muhammad Sanu, uh, take his body of work throwing the football versus uh, Taysom Hills. It's kind of the same. Mm-hmm. It kind of is. Is Muhammad Sanu a franchise quarterback? No. Probably no. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. So that's where I kind of fall on is. I don't. I think the Saints are making a mistake here. 
but uh, we'll see. And the thing is, we think people are going to make mistakes. We'll hope that they cha- change our opinions on them. Yeah, I don't yeah. want Taysom Hill to fail, but you know, yeah. just speculating from the outside in, like, yeah. you know, it is kind of weird that you're going to put all your faith into a gadget player over a guy that's five and zero and proven to be a good starting QB in the NFL. Yeah. So we'll uh, move on to the Jets, and of course, the Jets. Uh, our opening contract talks with uh, Jamal Adams. Uh, I think that's pretty significant because, you know, last season and whatnot, there was a lot of angst and there was a lot of pushback from both sides. Uh, Mm -hmm. Jamal Adams didn't want to be there. It looked like the Jets didn't want him there, which is really stupid because he's one of the best in the league. But I think that's good for the Jets. I mean, if you can sign a guy like that back, I mean, he's a guy that you can build your defense around. Uh, I think it's smart. I think it is, too. And... uh yeah, I, and also uh, the I forgot to say the next news. Uh, Bell, Le'Veon Bell, and uh, the Jets have mutual interest in parting ways, is what the report is, and the team's linked to a trade for uh, Le'Veon Bell is Buffalo, uh, Kansas City, and Tampa. Uh, Kansas City would be nasty. I don't I don't think Kansas City is going to be an option. I don't think Buffalo is going to be an option. I think Tampa's that option. And especially if they get if they get Le'Veon, they get Tom Brady. Uh, we'll get into the Tom Brady thing here, but yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, Tampa could be looking very good, especially if they don't get Tom Brady. They get another QB. Say they get uh, Teddy. It's a Florida connection mm-hmm. uh, with Teddy. Uh, really good wide receivers. They uh, Tampa or Philip or Philip. Yeah, uh, Man, I'm not a huge fan of Philip right now, but you get Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell is better than Melvin Gordon. I'll say that. Avion Bell is better than Melvin Gordon. Look mm-hmm. what he did the first like five weeks of the season when uh, Sam Donald was uh, kissing too many girls. Mm-hmm. And he got mono. Yeah. Uh, he he balled out. Even when they were boxing, uh, putting everybody in the box, he was balling out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just... The Jets are in a... Well, I feel sorry for all Jets fans here. Uh, we'll get into the Texans situation, but I think the Texans and the Jets are heading down some tetris pass here, and uh, I don't I don't see it ending well for both teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm hoping Le'Veon goes to a good team because he's a fun player to watch, and I want him to be on a good playoff team because yeah. I want to see him in the playoffs. Yeah. So we'll we'll move on to uh, uh, Eric Berry plans to come back for the 2020 season. Uh, I want to get your predictions, but honestly, I see him going maybe to the Colts. Uh, Colts have secondary issues, but there's also that connection with Chris Bauer, Justin Houston, mm-hmm. uh, and Colts have a huge con- uh, salary cap. And, not- and honestly, with him missing out of the year, I don't I don't see him weighing that much money, or yeah. he- he's not going to get paid that much money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see the Colts snatching him up here. Yeah, I really can. Uh, I see the Colts being an option for sure. I mean, I thought, you know, we talked about that last year when he was a free agent. But you know, he he said he purposely set out. I mean, you were actually talking mm-hmm. before this news came out earlier this week of like, or maybe it was last week where, like, where's Eric Berry been? At? Like, yeah. why did nobody sign him? Like, he and then we were like, me and you both were like, he's had to set out on purpose. Like, yeah. that's why. And then it comes out like, oh, you know, I set out on purpose. Uh, you know, I'll be back for the twenty twenty season. Like, okay, that's interesting. I, Honestly, I maybe maybe the Chiefs wouldn't sign him back. But I was saying I could see the Chiefs like reuniting with him. 
Um, I'll say with, back, uh, with the success we've had with Tyron Matthew, true. I don't see it happening. Uh, maybe it's a, it's a weird spot. I mean, I, there's a lot of teams I think could. I mean, Eric Berry is a great player. And, and maybe Denver. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, they got Kareem Jackson though. Kareem Jackson played really good in that uh, this season. I like. Ah man, there's a lot of uh, Bears. Bears could be uh, uh, you know because they uh, signed Ha Ha for a one year deal. I mean, they could be looking and, uh, to. People thought Eddie had a bad year because he didn't have the interception totals, but Eddie Eddie, still had a good, Eddie really was good playing year. more of the physical downhill safety while Ha Ha was playing the cover safety and the ball hawking safety. If you put uh, Eric there, Eric's going to be the downhill player while Eddie goes back to what he was in the playoff season, which is the ball hawking safety. Yeah. Uh, I don't see the Bears doing that because of Ryan Pace, but I can see uh, uh, Tampa. Tampa could be a team. I think Seattle. Seattle has some secondary struggles this year. Mm-hmm. You know, they had Quantrill Diggs, and he was only there half the year. Uh, Philadelphia could be as well. Philadelphia could be in play Doug as well. Doug Peterson connection with Philadelphia, or excuse me, with Kansas City and Andy Reid. Very well could be a destination he could go because they've, mm-hmm. they've also talked about uh, spending huge in free agency this year on cornerbacks uh, and DBs. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's reports coming out that they want that they're looking at Logan Ryan, they're looking at all of these corners, they're looking at Brian Jones. Mm-hmm. They're really wanting to go after secondary because me and you have both said uh, this team is a playoff team, but their area of weakness is is injuries, of course. We seen it this year, injuries, mm-hmm. but secondary. They're, they're not going to Super Bowl with that secondary. No, that secondary is atrocious. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's steadily gotten worse throughout the last two years. Mm. Uh, the best player is Craven LeBlanc, who is a good backup at that. Mm. He's a very solid. If you need him to play one week, because somebody has like a strained calf or something, he can go over there and he can do that for you, and he can play phenomenal there. But if he has to be consistently a starter, he's decent. Mm-hmm. And when uh, when your best when your best secondary player is decent, that's not gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, so I think Arabari would be a good place for that. I think Arabari has a lot of options this off season. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe New England. Who knows? <laughs> uh, so we'll uh, move on to uh, Cleveland hiring the GM uh, Andrew Barry is their new GM. Uh, I haven't heard much of him, but uh, supposedly he has a he's getting a lot of uh, he has a lot of respect around the league. Uh, yeah, and he was uh, Eagles uh, VP of Operations, Vice President of, of uh, Football Operations. I mean, you know, you could argue over the past, probably over the past five, six, you know, five, six years, Eagles have been one of the better organizations as far as They've getting... They've had the, the better as, talent, I should of say. Of getting talent, of, of getting guys in there. Obviously, the cornerback situation is one thing, but, I mean, defensive line-wise, linebacker-wise, obviously, offensive line... Um, Receivers they brought in have been solid. Some of them get hurt. You know they had chemistry issues with Carson Wentz. Uh, hey, uh, you know, all, like hopefully he does well. I don't know too much about him either, but suppose he if, gets a lot of he's getting a lot of like respect around the league. Mm. So that if he's be getting good. a lot of respect around the league, you know, hopefully he uh, succeeds. Uh, I don't know. I uh, I like the move because it's not a splashy move. We see Browns want to make these splashy head yeah. coaching moves. Uh, just like that, when the Colts signed Chris Ballard. And everybody was like, who's Chris Ballard? Like, this, mm-hmm. who's he was a, an assistant guy for the Chiefs under John Dorsey? Oh, okay. And he's proved to be one of the best young GMs in the league. 
He stays yeah. out of the media. And he just does his job, and he and he works his butt off. Yeah, but that's what you really want out of a GM is he's going to be a guy that is going to consistently work, put the time in, and he's not exactly. I, I agree with you. It's not too flashy. It's not a, um, it's not a John Dorsey like they did a couple years ago, where you know John Dorsey started to become a little bit bigger than his job title. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm John Dorsey, and uh, instead of you know he's a really good GM, which he he's a great talent evaluator, but he's also has a lot of conflict with coaches and is a, you know and is, has too much of an ego in certain aspects. So you bring a guy in there that doesn't have that ego, that doesn't care about all that stuff, that is there to win games. I think it bodes well for your team. I think it does too. And honestly, I, the one thing that I can say was not the best uh, hire was Kevin Stefanski. Well, we'll see because he we'll wasn't see. because he wasn't a splashy move. Honestly, I think Robert so, uh, so, uh, Salah, I think he'd be a great head coach whenever he gets the opportunity. But like I, that had to be had to do with Baker Mayfield. Maybe him and Baker connected the best, and uh, maybe that's why they hired Kevin Savansky. We'll see how he does in Cleveland. But I like mm-hmm. the I like the GM hire. We'll see how Savansky does. As a head coach, though, but mm-hmm. I think Browns, they're they're doing what they usually don't do. They're going against their own trend. They're yeah. not hiring splashy splashy people. They're hiring people they think are best fit to run the organization. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how it goes for them. Uh, next been this is a lot of news. Sorry, but it's the week. It's been a crazy week. But Sean McCoy, uh, expected to retire. He's he said he be be expected to retire soon from his own words uh but he wants to retire as an eagle so i think he either is going to play one more year mm-hmm. or two more years but he uh but he wants to return as an eagle before he does so i think i think we have one more year of uh LaShawn mccoy before he retires yeah and he said look he's had a really really great career honestly like is he mm-hmm. a hall of famer um he I, think could, I, think, I think he's a borderline Hall of Famer. I think he, you know, he had a conversation of being a top top three back, top two back in the league for a little bit of a stretch. I mean, mm-hmm. Shady McCoy, I mean, one of the, you know, maybe the most elusive back in the league for a period of time. And he's had a great career. So, I mean, hopefully he comes back mm-hmm. and, you know, it'd be nice to see him compete in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if, if his status or anything like that, but hopefully he's able to compete and play well. Yeah. And, uh, and our next bit of news, uh, Andy Dalton, there's a lot of legs in uh, New England trading for Andy Dalton. Mm. So again, it's getting a lot of heat around the league, and uh, I don't know if this is a as a smoke screen, mm-hmm. so they can go in and sign Tom Brady and somebody else pays or trades a huge amount for Andy Dalton. But yeah, uh, honestly, I can. There will be a playoff team with Andy Dalton mm-hmm. as quarterback. It's just. How uh, like it's not he's not Tom Brady though. They're not, yeah. not going to be a Super Bowl team. They'll no. be a playoff team, but they're not going to be a Super Bowl team. Well, shoot, maybe they won't be a playoff team, but yeah, they'll be they'll still be like a contending team, like mm-hmm. to yeah to make the playoffs at least yeah. nine and seven, ten and six, something of that nature. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how the Bills come on next year and how Josh Allen improves, and if Tom Brady even leaves. If Tom Brady doesn't leave, this team will still probably win the division and be like ten and six, eleven and five, and get into the playoffs. Um, but I don't know. I kind of want to see Andy Dalton go to the Patriots just for the simple fact. It would be very interesting. 
<laughs> and yeah. uh, it would just, I don't know, it would just be fun to watch. <laughs> Bill, uh, so Bill O'Brien, uh, gosh, this is what I was talking about, is promoted to GM of the Houston Texans. Mm. He will serve as the GM and the head coach. I feel sorry for all Houston Texans fans because that loss was not on the players that was on Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Because he screwed the momentum. Yeah. He screwed the momentum. You Fourth and one, uh, you're down You're down there 10 yards away from the end zone, fourth and inches, and you don't go for it. You kick a field goal. All right, I get it. Up three. But you're on their side, on your side of the uh, field, and you go for it on fourth and three, and you don't get it? Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. There's no logic into what he does. It's just, oh, let's, put, let's make Deshaun Watson uh, play hero ball for all, for all games of the season and hope we win games. That's what his philosophy is. Uh, and, gosh, they're not – and the way he was talking is they, they're not going to sign any defense. They're not going to sign any offensive line. They're just going to pay him and D-Hop and the wide receivers a lot of money. That's what it seems like. Oh, man. I feel sorry for Texans fans because they deserve better than this. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson, D-Hop, yeah. J.J. Watt. All those guys deserve better. I mean, those yeah. guys are great players. Um, mm-hmm. Man. It's just, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Bill O'Brien was fine for a little bit, but he's overstayed his welcome. Um, he's not a good head coach. He's proven not to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, he's not the worst head coach in the league. I get that. But, and it, yes, I get it's hard to find a good Hey, coach, but I know you can find someone better. There's plenty of other candidates that are better than Bill O'Brien yeah. to lead and coach the Texans and get a GM, somebody that in the front office that knows what they're doing, that can build this team Yeah, around Deshaun Watson in a smart salary cap league, in a smart way, but, but you put Bill O'Brien there and they're going to pay Deshaun Watson over $200 million. They're probably going to pay D-Hop the highest paid receiver in the league. And you know how many money? You want, so. I mean, you want I mean, sign resign JJ? They already traded Javion Clowney, and it looks like there's rumors he he's look, maybe the Colts want to sign him. So you're letting Javion Clowney go to a yeah. division rival. Colt, yeah. Apparently the Colts are uh, expected to go heavily after Javion Clowney. Is is what some of the rumors are going. So yeah. That's uh, yeah. It's not going to build well. For, I'm sorry for Texans fans. He has a Jacksonville great D line. Uh, Who's a, who's a Tennessee? You see what Tennessee did this year? AFC Championship. A good, co- a, good a really good head coach there. A very solid team. Mm-hmm. The Texans are going to be battling with Jacksonville in a couple of years, even though they do got a franchise quarterback at the bottom of that division. It's going to be maybe Tennessee and Indianapolis, and maybe Jacksonville has a pop up year. Mm-hmm. But Houston's going to have the worst talented roster with the best quarterback in the division. Yeah, for and sure, it's, and it's gonna it's gonna suck to see because mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna get pummeled a lot, and I yeah. hope he doesn't end up like Andrew Luck. Uh, yeah, I hope so too. Because yeah. honestly, that is kind of the trend it's looking like right now. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck had it was Andrew Luck, T. Y. Hilton, and that was about it. Yeah, and you had a terrible GM. Uh, no, nothing against Chuck Pagano. I like the guy, but not mm-hmm. a good head coach. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Luck is retired. He is now, but he retired at 29 years old. Deshaun Watson still got a few years before that, but yeah, you sign him to a huge deal. You sign your receiver to a huge deal, 
and you can't sign anybody else where he's going to continuously get hurt, I mean, hopefully they can sign Larmy Tunsil back, but one guy doesn't make an offensive line. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, we'll uh, move on to uh, CFL cornerback uh, Trey Robbins, uh, Roberson uh, is signing with the Bears. He's the highest paid CFL that come out of the CFL, uh, has highest player to come out of the CFL since Cameron Wake. Uh, is he as good as Cameron Wake? We do not know. Mm-hmm. Cameron Wake is a borderline Hall of Famer, in my opinion. I think he's been a phenomenal NFL player. Uh, but I will see how he plays out. As a Bears fan, we need a corner to replace Prince of Mukumbaro, uh because he's getting old and he was kind of the weak link on the defense. On the defense side of the ball, besides the pass rush, mm-hmm. and uh, so we'll we'll see how as a Bears fan we'll see how it turns out. But it's very inter- it's very interesting to see somebody uh, CFL player be signed, uh, be the highest paid player since Cameron White. So there may be some good things coming from him, even if he mm-hmm. doesn't stick with the Bears. Maybe he goes somewhere else and shines there. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, we'll be keeping an eye on him. So yeah. I will I will at least. And he plays corner. He plays corner. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so we'll uh, go to uh, Greg Olson ex- is expected to part ways with Carolina, mm-hmm. and also Jason Witten is uh, wants to sign back with Dallas, but they don't want him back. He is willing to sign with another team because it's probably to, be the Giants. I can see the Giants, and I can also see uh, maybe a. Dark Horse, maybe the uh, Bills. I can see the Bills having that uh, safety net for Josh Allen. They don't have a like. I like Tyler Croft, but they don't have the insurance there mm-hmm. because we see a lot of uh, Josh Allen just throw it up for grabs sometimes, or he doesn't. Uh, he checks down to the running backs. Uh, I think the Bills would need a very uh, a safety blanket there with uh, Jason Wynn. That's what Jason Wynn is. He's Probably one of the best safety blankets in NFL history. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I think the Bears would be a good place because I think they're looking to trade Trey Burton uh, with Eric Ebron rumorings there. I don't see them signing Jason Winton, but maybe that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody that needs like somebody that can seal the edge as well as a tight end, mm-hmm. he's uh, he's all he's a do it all. He honestly he played better than I thought he would. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, don't, spot. I, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, I was talking, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't know where Greg Olson will end up though. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Does he reunite with the Bears? Does he go somewhere else? Uh, that's my question. With uh, Greg Olson going back to the Bears would be pretty cool. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, but, I mean, cool. I, I wish, I, I wish we didn't trade him for a third round pick. That was stupid. But uh, yeah, that's that's what as being a Bears fan, you. Watch stupid decisions for twenty years of your life, mm. just and nothing. One Super Bowl, yeah, and two MC championships, yeah. So, yeah, the uh, I don't know where Greg Olson ends up, but like you said, I think the Giants are the main one for the mm-hmm. for Jason Witten uh, coming up because of the Jason Garrett situation. Yeah. So we'll uh, move on to Sammy Watkins. I don't know why he's why this report's coming out here. He did this to himself. Uh, he says he plans to sit out 2020 season, the 2020 season, and then now reports are coming out that the Chiefs are going to cut him after the Super Bowl because he plans to sit out or something, and 
They will save fourteen million if they cut him, which could be used towards that si- uh, well that, but trading for uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, because there's also reports that the Chiefs may wait to sign Pat Mahomes another year. I don't know if Pat Mahomes yeah. is going to let that fly, but uh, no, he could. It's- like, look, maybe he's a guy that wants to win and and sees that Super Bowl window as right now, and maybe they win on Sunday and they go back to back. It's very possible, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know why you'd say that. Like, I don't know either. You, you kind of cost yourself a little bit of money. Like, just sit out, just sit out, and let them pay you because then they're gonna cut you and you don't get that payday. Yeah, and and I, look, I get it. like if you want to sit out or you want to retire, like that's all you know. By all means, do that. Like, he's had a pretty solid, you know, disappointing but solid career. I mean, he's he's still a nice, you know, he's still a nice weapon for an offense, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, kind of lose fourteen million dollars and that kind of. Yeah, it's kind like, of uh, sucks. No, nah, doesn't. Uh, probably, money he's made doesn't matter in the long run. Maybe, but, but still, fourteen million is fourteen million. Like, yeah, still help you out a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we'll, uh, now we get last. I say this for the last for a reason. Tom Brady, the Tom Brady saga, still continuing. We had the picture. Uh-huh. Either was it yesterday? A couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, and what was it? Him walking into Gillette. He, it, it was him just staring, like. Uh, farewell situation yeah look i don't know like you could I, I almost read it as like you could read it a couple different ways of he's like he's going into gillette like he's coming back or yeah or like he's standing there like looking at it one last time before he leaves like it's very cryptic and he's doing it obviously for a reason um to keep things talking about him and uh yeah uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know but uh it's honestly could be all smoke screen, so he could go out to New England and people just overpay for quarterbacks or something like that, or mm-hmm. uh, it's be kind of dirty because then a lot of teams wouldn't want to deal with New England. That's what happens when you do sly stuff like that. A lot of teams don't want to deal with you. Yeah. Afterwards, uh, but yeah, uh, Tom Brady. The main teams that reportedly uh, reportedly been linked to him are. Uh, the uh, Jets, the Las Vegas Raiders now. They're not called Oakland anymore. They're actually officially Las Vegas Raiders now. Uh, the Chargers and the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giselle prefers Miami and Las Vegas. I don't blame them. I don't know. What's the old saying? What's the old saying? Happy wife equals happy life. Yeah. So that possibility, uh, he goes to Miami. I don't. The, the reports about he wants to make New England mad. Miami could be the opportunity. But yeah, Brian Flores there as well. The yeah. New England connection. You got some nice weapons. You know, mm-hmm. nice up and coming team. They played hard last year. Three first round picks. Three first. Round all they picks. they can spend all that on the offensive line. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, now if I if I'm Brady, I, I go. I think the Bucks are not a bad option. I think Bruce Aaron's a really good head coach. They got a good enough offensive line. Solid offensive line. Great, great weapons. Great, yeah. Especially if they Maybe get Le'Veon. if they get Le'Veon Bell, like you said, and they use that first-round pick on a defensive player. They had uh, Shaquille Barrett, who had a phenomenal year as a pass rusher. He said he wants to come back. I think they got some secondary pieces. Maybe mm-hmm. they add. Uh, maybe they go add Eric Berry, uh, pair him up with Mike Edwards, who I think played pretty good this year as mm-hmm. a rookie, uh, mid-round rookie pick. Yeah. Uh, and they have some corner pieces there that need the uh, Sean Burf, uh, Murphy Button, Bunting, uh, I think from Central Michigan. Uh, 
he was a rookie last year. Just let some of those people develop. You have Devin White there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Bruce Arians there. You got Brian Leftwich, who I think is a he did pretty good last year with uh, Jameis Winston. You know, Jameis Winston is Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Tampa. Kind of weird that like Brian Leftwich is an optic coordinator now. I know watching him, and then remember him watching him play with Jacksonville back in the day. I remember when he, yeah. I remember when he slipped or whatever he did, and like did the splits and like tore his groin or whatever. Yeah. I'll never forget that. Yeah, that's <laughs> gosh. All right, and then the and then the report came out. Was it today? Uh, yeah. All right, twelve hours ago actually, around midnight. Or right, yeah, around midnight. Tampa, Tampa is a sleep sleeping giant. In the Tom Brady sweepstakes, it'd be interesting. Look, and I'll say this for the simple fact of Carolina Panthers seem to be rebuilding. It looks like Cam Newton's probably going to be headed out the door. They're probably going to trade him. Mm-hmm. If Drew Brees retires, we don't know what Taysom Hill is capable of for a full season. If they had Teddy Bridgewater, like okay, you make an argument, but if they if Drew Brees retires and they keep Taysom Hill. We don't know how they're going to be. They'll yeah. probably be solid, but I don't think they're a Super Bowl or playoff contender, like, legitimately. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the Falcons, who we don't know what's going to happen. You, they have talent to, to to compete and to get in the playoffs and make a run, but they won't, and they don't compete. And if, uh, and if they have another bad season, obviously Dan Quinn's out the door. This could be a great opportunity for Tom Brady to slide into that division while it's on kind of a downward spiral. Especially if Drew Brees retires, like I said, come in there with those great weapons. With maybe they get Le'Veon Bell, and like you said, with some up and coming defensive players, mm-hmm. it could be a nice situation. I also do like the the situation with the Raiders. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. the Raiders have Josh Jacobs, a young, talented running back. The offensive um, line actually is played pretty well. Offensive line is physical. You know he you know he played That's with Trent Brown. Trent Brown, you got Richie. Even though what you say about Richie Incognito, separate the person from the player. The player is a phenomenal player. Mm. Yeah, Ron, Ronnie Hudson. Uh, you have Colton Miller, who played pretty good. Solid, yeah. Pretty good uh, in this uh, sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll look at Gabe Jackson and see where he ends up because he's the weakest link on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got weapons. Tyrell Williams is pretty good. And Hunter I Redfield. They a solid. And they got what two or three first rounds. They got two. Two first-round picks this year. They had a solid draft last year, I thought. Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think they could have went Josh Allen, who made the Pro Bowl. But, yeah. Who made the Pro Bowl, actually, which is insane as a rookie to do that. Especially when he wasn't even starting. He was more just, a go in there, be a situational pass rusher your rookie year. Yeah. Play phenomenal. Uh, I think I think that was their mis- mistake, is they probably should have drafted Josh Allen, which I think everybody in that time said, yeah, we should draft him. We'll see how Cleveland develop, develops. We'll see. But uh, I thought uh, jo- uh, Jonathan Abrams, I think he played good until he got injured. I thought he played yeah. really good. And obviously Josh Jacobs, you know, uh, he probably uh, he probably won't be rookie of the year. Um, it'll probably be somebody else like uh, A.J. Brown or something like that. I think. And I don't think he will be. You think he will? I, I, think, I, think, will. I think I think he had the best rookie season. Though. I, th- I thought he was phenomenal. I thought, um, I I thought he was. So. I thought he was the reason the Raiders were even a chance to go to the playoffs because he they ran – they rode him um, in a lot of games. Yeah. And I think if you put Tom Brady in a situation where they can rely on the running game, uh, you get some, maybe you build some weapons, you get some, uh, you build that offense up a little bit as far as weapons go. I think John Gruden's a guy he respects. Um, and I think it's definitely a possibility. And Max Crosby, a uh, rookie out of Eastern Michigan, played phenomenal. He had a last great year. Year. Uh, great year as a rookie in 
mid, rookie mid-round pick at that. He played really good. Mm-hmm. They got some pieces in Oakland. Uh, Tom Brady gets two shots at Pat, Pat Mahomes. Yep. Uh, that division would be fun yeah, to watch. in Las Vegas, which is like what? Chargers would be the worst team, I think, with getting a rookie quarterback in there since they're expected to part ways with Phillip Rivers. Uh, yeah, I think I think they should go after a rookie. But look, yeah. Again, you got to play into the money side of things. Of are they're going to a new stadium? They want to they want to create buzz. They want to create hype. Mm-hmm. They want people to come watch. You sign Tom Brady with that kind of talent mm-hmm. on that roster. Yeah, especially, especially people in talking, Vegas. Get people coming. I'm talking about in uh, Los Angeles. Now, the most likely but destination Las is Las Vegas New is a possibility too. But yeah, the most likely destination is probably New England. But yeah. I think I think it will be boring. <laughs> I think it will stay the same. I think he's going to stay in New England. At, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what we're seeing right now, and um, yeah, that's why things gonna end up uh, sadly, but yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll get into the predictions. Yep, we got twenty minutes to talk about the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, but first thing is first. Uh, people who haven't watched the Super Bowl or don't know, it is on Sunday, uh, six thirty. So when it usually starts this year, it is on Fox. We have to listen to our good old friends Joe Buck and Troy Aikman mm-hmm. on Fox. Uh, and also, before we get into our predictions, uh, the Chiefs are favored. Mm. Uh, let me see. Let me get it right here. Chiefs are favored by one and a half. Uh, so take the over under. Do you think they're going to win by one or more than one? Mm-hmm. Probably take the over on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're if you're a betting man. Take the over or under if you think San Francisco is going to win. But if you think the Chiefs are going to win, take the over. Mm-hmm. Getting one point exactly is hard. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. It and also, like three or two or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Speculation. I think right after we did our podcast last week, the speculation was uh, NFL executives think uh, the Chiefs will blow out the 49ers. That was like right after we ended the podcast. I think the next day. Uh, we woke up and we were like, we we're like, what is this? Is this is like blasphemy here. Like yeah. this doesn't make any sense. Uh, but I guess people can have their own. Like people have their own opinion. And why the NFL executives think the Chiefs will blow them out. And then now we're seeing the media. We see everybody now picking San Francisco. Mm-hmm. People are picking San Francisco now. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and also me and you are tied five to five in the playoffs. Uh, we'll see who we pick here. I'm going to pick my. Right, I'll let you, you go pick first. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Cha- I'm not. I'm not trying to 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 pick the opposite. I want you to pick. I gotta go with my. I gotta go with my gut. Mm-hmm. Uh, my gut's telling me San Francisco. Okay. Uh, also, my mind's telling me San Francisco. Okay. So. Uh, it's going to be a close game. It is. Uh, my score will be 45-42. I think Robbie Gold hits the last second field goal wins the game. Uh, that's why I, I expect to happen. Uh, but, yeah, uh, even though we have a family friend that's a big Chiefs fan, uh, I got to pick San Francisco, even though we might be a little bit room for Kansas City in this for her but yes I, th- I have San Francisco I just think offensive, offensively they're very similar mm-hmm. uh, not the way they play but the way they put up points uh, San Francisco we're going to grind and pound you we're going to play off of play action 
Chiefs. We're going to air it out, and we're going to use a run game from our pass game. Our run game is going to open up because our pass game can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, very opposite, but they get the job done similar, uh, similarly. Have you said similarly? Yeah, they're. Hey, you got me messing up. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, think it's a word anymore. Yeah, but the big difference is. We did this last week with uh, Green. We did this last week, with NF- or two weeks ago, with the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. You let's let's take the defense, by defense here. Which defensive line you take? Kansas City Chiefs. No, I'm joking. I'll take the 49ers. Take the 49ers. What linebacking core do you take? 49ers. What secondary do you take? Probably. Does Tyron Matthew count for a whole secondary? No. No, no, I, no, I think overall, I think the 49ers. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Is even uh, I think you're going to pick the Chiefs here. That's uh, why I don't know who you're going to pick yet. But the 49ers have a better defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get the I think their the offense and their special teams are very similar to each other. Maybe a little more explosive on the uh, Chiefs end, where like they can score at any moment, but. So about kickers and punters, mm-hmm. very similar. Uh, Harrison Bucker, really good. Robbie Gold, really good. The punters are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is, it comes down to the defense for me. Who's going to make the stop when it matters most? Mm-hmm. Defense wins championships. Who's going to make that stop when it matters most? Mm-hmm. I think the 49ers are. And that's why I have 49ers. I think maybe Robbie Gold goes down, kicks a field goal with uh, 40 seconds left. Chiefs have two timeouts. Mm-hmm. Or a time or zero timeouts. I think San Francisco gets the job done. I do. I think San Francisco probably holds Pat Mahomes from getting a field goal or getting in the field goal range. Yeah. Okay. So I see happening. Uh, defense wins championships. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I I do think defense wins championships, but I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Um, just as your gut is telling you the 49ers, my gut is telling me the Kansas City Chiefs. Everything to me points to the Chiefs winning. And look, I know you can talk about the Madden curse and you can talk about all that stuff, but Pat Mahomes was hurt early in the season. They had stuff and issues that went on early in the season, and they kind of had their little spot where nobody thought they were going to be good. And everybody got healthy. Their defense improved. They got in tune and in rhythm with what Steve Steve Spagnuolo wanted from them. And this defense for the Chiefs really came to life. Mm Mm-hmm. They shut down Derrick Henry. They completely shut him down. And we can say whatever we want about this and that, but they completely shut down Derrick Henry. All right? Mm-hmm. I get that the 49ers have like a thousand running backs that they can use in the backfield that never get tired, mm-hmm. but you've got a run heavy team in the 49ers. I think the Kansas City Chiefs can shut them down in that department. Yeah. Now, I think Jimmy G can step up to the occasion. I, I think Jimmy G, he's cool, calm, and collected. I think he's a solid quarterback. I, we don't know how great he is to the extent because we mm-hmm. haven't seen him put in that position yet. But I want to see if Jimmy G can hang with Pat Mahomes, and I don't think he can. I think the Chiefs defense is going to play well. Look, I think the 49ers defense is going to play well. I think they're going to yeah. get a couple sacks. Yeah. I don't think they're going to go crazy like some people do. But when to me, in this game... I think Pat Mahomes is going to be able to overcome all that stuff, plus the weapons he has. Like, okay, go, yeah, like Richard Sherman, go, go cover uh, um, Tyree Kill. I mean, I know they're playing zone coverage and whatnot, but go cover Tyree Kill. 
go do those things because Pat Mahomes is going to destroy your zone. Pat Mahomes is going to eat that zone alive. They, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, McCole Hardman, Damian Williams, who's a solid back coming in uh, when they need him to. I just, to me, it's to me. I, I just really think the Chiefs are destined to win the Super Bowl this year. I think Andy Reid is destined to do it. I think Pat Mahomes is destined to be that next great quarterback that we see. Um, that um, that really takes this league by storm and, and creates the next dynasty-like uh, team. And I think the 49ers are also capable of a dynasty-like team because of all the weapons that they have and all the pieces that they have. But I really think the Chiefs are playing well as a collective unit. Very well as a collective unit over the past several weeks, leading you know, dating back to the last few weeks in the regular season, uh, when that defense really stepped up and really came big um, in a lot of situations. And when that when the Chiefs needed that defense after they got down by 24 against the Texans, they completely shut down the Texans. When they needed the Titans stopped and they were down by 10 to the Titans, they got huge stops when they needed to. They had guys come up and make big plays in crucial situations. The Chiefs were able to take back that lead right before half, and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in this game, we're going to see this Chiefs defense uh, step up and make some really big plays. And I think Pat Mahomes is going to have a really big game. But I see the score being probably 38-35. Yeah. Uh... I think it's going to be a close game. I think I really think and I hope that we get a great Super Bowl. Yeah, um, there's a... But I think, look, if you put the, you put the ball in Pat Mahomes' hands in the last part of the game, I think he's going to step up and rise to the occasion. I think he's going to be able to eat that zone alive late in the game, and I think he's going to put them in position to kick a game-winning football. I just think so. my thing is, though, is Tyron Matthew going to cover George Kittle? No. I'm sorry. No, he's not. Uh, even with the torn labor, we've seen what he can do the past two years. That's fine. I think George Kittle will have a good game, but... I think George Kittle is going to be the MVP of the Super Bowl. Okay. I think he's going to have three touchdowns. Uh, I, You know, I'm about to write this down. I think he's going to have three touchdowns. See if I get it right. Three touchdowns by Kittle. And I won't, th- I won't say he has over 150 yards receiving. Uh, so. Okay. Also, well, you know, we'll have a little bit of fun on this, on this one here, on the Super Bowl. And while I'm going to be right, because the Simpsons predicted it. Back whenever they predicted it, they predicted San Francisco was going to win a Super Bowl in Miami. Also, then they're very good at predicting future events. So, San Francisco is going to win because the Simpsons predicted it. Okay, I'm just playing, but yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, mean, look, yeah, well, they got some weird stuff. But. Yeah, I'll, I, being serious though, San Francisco. I think their matchups are. Uh, just, I think they're too much for Sam, uh, for Kansas City to overcome mm-hmm. uh, in late game situations. Uh, Pat Mahomes is amazing, but does like the, I think I think Tyreek Hill is going to get a long touchdown this game, either that or McCole Hardman is mm-hmm. uh, McCole Hardman, and I just don't like is one or two plays from Pat Mahomes going to win the Super Bowl. I don't see it. I think he has to make at least four or five plays, not one or two. Okay. Uh, I just think San Francisco is more talented. Mm-hmm. I think their D-line could possibly dominate uh, Kansas City's offensive line. 
Uh, I think uh, San Francisco's weapons and the way their offensive scheme is, I think it's going to dominate uh, that secondary of uh, Kansas City. I don't think George, nobody's going to be able to guard, uh, guard George Kittle. Uh, I don't think anybody really matches up with Emmanuel Sanders on the secondary with his route running ability and also Debo Samuel's route running ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I don't think. And also, with. Uh, I just. With. Uh, Kansas City so much smack as well. Yeah, Tyron Matthew. You got Frank Clark just talking mm-hmm. so much stuff to San Francisco. And, and, D, and I'll say this D4 does have a big. Uh, a big thing against the Chiefs. They got rid of him because he jumped off sides. Like, there was that whole issue. and Yeah, and it's... I don't know. It's just... It, like, I just don't... It just doesn't... My gut, it doesn't feel like the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Even though, like, oh, who has the better quarterback? You don't always go by quarterback. You really don't. I, I, got, I got you. I understand that. Yeah, I mean, because... Like, he, yeah, Nick Foles and Tom Brady. Tom Brady's obviously better, but... You know, Nick Foles had just a heck of a game, and I get that. And look, I, I think Jimmy G could potentially be a great quarterback. I just haven't seen enough from him. And I think in these situations, I think Pat Mahomes' talent and and the way Andy Reid schemes up. I'm not even just putting it on Pat Mahomes. I think the way Andy Reid schemes up, you know, you give him a bye week, right? I mean, technically they've had a bye week before the Super Bowl. You give him that long to prepare against this defense, I think Andy Reid's going to have some success. I mean, Sean Payton and the Saints had success uh, with Drew Brees and, and being old and not being able to move as much as Pat mm-hmm. Mahomes. You get Pat Mahomes moving out of the pocket, running around, scrambling, doing things, and, and completing things downfield, it's going to wear them out. And then when they get into the fourth quarter, I think the Chiefs are going to be able to take over and, and really solidify themselves and win that game. I think um, so. But I, uh, I, look, I, I, I think it's a great Super Bowl. I, I think this is a great matchup, like, as you pointed out. I mean, it's gonna be a fun game either way. Either uh, do you have a score for your game? Yeah, thirty-eight, thirty-five. Thirty-eight, thirty-five. All right. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I I think the consensus, besides the NFL executives, is this game's gonna be close. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll hope it's close. I just don't want to see a blowout. Yeah. I don't care if Chiefs win. I don't care if San Francisco wins. I just want a close game. Yeah. I want to see. I want a great Super Bowl. I mean those. That's why we watch it. That's why you get the two best teams. And I think this year, mm-hmm. yes, the Ravens, you know, they got beaten all that stuff. But I think this year you got the two best teams. And, and you can say what you want. Well, maybe. the way the Chiefs been playing the last half of the year. And the Chiefs beat Baltimore early, early in, the in the year. Yeah, and I so, think they probably might have beat them again. Yeah, so you get the two best teams in the, this year. We'll see how it ends up. We'll see how it turns out. Okay. Um, all right, so if you got a bold prediction with George Kittle, no, I think – I'll I'll give, I'll give you one real quick. I think uh, the, who's your Super Bowl MVP? He's gonna be my Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP is gonna be uh, is gonna be Pat Mahomes. I, I think Pat Mahomes is gonna have a great game. Uh-huh. But my bold prediction will be that the Chiefs defense um, gets two interceptions. You say San Francisco? No, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Right. The Chiefs defense gets two picks, and that they get um, four sacks as a team. 
All right, cool. That's my that's my bold prediction as far as I think this defense is going to step up. I think they're going to make plays when they need to. And I think they're going to put Pat Mahomes and this Kansas City Chiefs offense in great positions to succeed. And it's going to be really tough on this 49ers defense to keep up when the Chiefs get great field position or short field to work on. Yeah. Uh, so, does that wrap it up? I guess it wraps uh, well, it up. Well, I right, so I right, so we'll we'll do our recap either we won't do it Sunday night. We might do it Monday morning, early either that or we'll do it Monday night. Okay. So we'll be out Tuesday. Uh, also for this year's draft, we plan on uh, do I guess more stuff with the draft this uh, upcoming season before the draft. Uh, so maybe ranking some players, ranking who we think is going to be uh, like top five tackles, top five quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll start doing that. We'll look into it. But uh, yeah, but right now we're focused on Super Bowl. We'll see how the Super Bowl goes. Mm-hmm. But hopefully everybody has a fun time watching the Super Bowl, either even if it is a blowout. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and and you know just the takeaway from what we started the video or the video started the podcast with, mm-hmm. um, you know. Just, I think the legacy that Kobe Bryant left. Just, mm-hmm. you know, cherish every moment. You know, cherish, yeah. cherish every second that you get with your family, that you get with your loved ones, your friends, mm-hmm. and uh, and really take that time and that message to really enjoy the heck out of your family and friends um, this weekend and moving on to the future and in su- on Super Bowl um, yeah. Sunday uh, when you know most of the time you got a bunch of friends and family over and you're watching this as as a group of people. Mm-hmm. Really enjoy those moments and really take a step back and just appreciate that you're getting some time because, you know, as we saw, uh, tomorrow's never promised. Mm-hmm. Um, and your next second is never guaranteed. Anything can happen. Yeah. And a simple routine um, that that you do every single day, hundreds of times, thousands of times throughout your life, as yeah. Kobe Bryant did in a helicopter, um, it could still be your last. Yeah. Uh, so. And, you know, we just want to – and I just want to end that on a – Cherish every moment, enjoy every moment, and as Kobe Bryant would want everybody to do, and yeah. I think is to continuously work hard and bust your butt at everything that you want in life. Yeah. Um, and so, again, rest in peace um, to those tragically lost in, yeah. that, in that helicopter crash. Um, uh, uh, every nine of them, because even though Kobe is huge in the sports world and in the world in general, mm-hmm. uh, there's, other, there's other seven lives or eight lives lost, including his daughter, mm-hmm. that uh, those families are still grieving. And we send our prayers and thoughts out with every single one, the Bryant family, uh, her teammates, her teammates' is, uh, parents. Mom, parents that and were lost that, in the, the pilot coach, as well. The coach and the pilot. Yeah. Um, really sad to hear that on Sunday. And uh, it's. I think yeah. it's been a really um, tough week. But I think Eye-opening it's been... Eye-opening week as well because it, it makes you think, sure. it, like you said, it makes you... It makes you cherish your loved ones more. It makes you cherish your friends more. It makes you cherish the moment more. Mm-hmm. And uh, the yeah. positive thing that comes out of this is we cherish the loved ones we have while we still have them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and yeah, and just use every you know, use every second as as if it's your last because you never and know. The, use it as a blessing as well that you get to have time with your family. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Um, so rest in peace to all those lost uh, mm-hmm. in that tragic accident. Yeah. And, uh, again, yeah, I agree with you. Hopefully this can be a huge learning and turning point for a lot of people yeah. in their life to go out and do what they want to do, to go out and chase their dream 
and uh, and like you said, most importantly, to cherish every moment with uh, yeah. with their loved ones. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, we hope you guys enjoy this weekend. Yeah. Um, enjoy this time with your family. Enjoy the Have Super fun Bowl. with the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, and like you know, me and Wyatt said, like we want a good Super Bowl. I, I don't yeah. want no forty nine or my bad. I don't want no Broncos and Seahawks Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't want that crap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the last time. What do we have? Number one offense versus number one defense. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So yeah. I guess that wraps it up. All right. Well, we'll see y'all in uh, the next uh, episode of the podcast. Yeah. So and, you can find me underscore Sparky underscore four Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Varsity Ginger fifty five, and that's for both of us. Yeah. Till yeah. next time, y'all. Peace.